Greetings. You're listening to Technically a Conversation, a podcast where we share an interesting topic or story with each other and hope you find it interesting as well. Every week, we'll take turns sharing something about each other, but the other person doesn't know what the topic will be beforehand. The goal is to educate, entertain, and go on crazy tangents. So if you enjoy those type of podcasts, we hope you'll enjoy ours as well. Parental advisory warning, we might use strong language. That's true. I am one half of your host, Jose, <laughs> and I am joined by my lovely co-host, Isela. Greetings. How are you doing today? I am good. How are you doing today? <laughs> doing good. That's awesome. So this I'm is excited. our first podcast. Me too. I'm very excited. So are you ready to get started? I am ready. I'm I can't even think of what you're going to say because you kind of teased me into a topic and I'm, I've just been totally like not even sleeping because I don't even know what the topic is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, hopefully I didn't stress you out too much. No, no. Okay, so I'm going to reveal what the topic is going to be, mm-hmm. but I'm going to need your help on it. Oh, sure. Okay, so what I'm going to need you to do is go up real close to the microphone. Okay, just like this. Yeah, and you're going to say, you think you know me. So can you do that for me? Okay. You think you know me. Here we go. Wow. On this day, I speak clearly. A podcast about you starts in a place where she feels our dreams. Gotta clean it all the time On this day It's all over me Everything is filled with crime Another chance To clean the walls Another chance to clean Chance to clean the walls Defeated and brought down Oh, thrown in the trash When cold went out Oh, God, a new life as a child's boy On this day Oh my goodness. So, <laughs> that was like, that's it. That was really impressive. Every time you sing, it's usually just like bad stuff. And it's not like, you know, it's just like other people's stuff. Wow. I, yeah. Well, this this is technically somebody else's stuff too, but I just changed the lyrics yeah, we'll to uh, reflect a little bit of the story of Plato. Yeah. So that's going to be the topic for today. 
And uh, I don't think my voice can keep that energy up for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <Okay>. But <laughs> so you heard it here first, and one, <laughs> yeah. one time only. <laughs> yeah. So um, even though Play-Doh might be synonymous with non-toxic moldable clay for kids mm -hmm. that smells fantastic yeah. and has a deliciously salty taste, oh. it didn't originally start as a, ch a child's toy. Oh, really? Story. Yeah. So today. I'm going to school you on the dirty history of Play-Doh. Oh. How Play-Doh almost didn't happen. The link with Captain Kangaroo. <gasps> the scent of a Play-Doh. Mm. Uh, Play-Doh's other products and some fun facts. Nice. That's the one thing I... It takes me back to like a very specific time in my life. I'm excited. Just the smell of it, right? Yeah. You smell it and... Right away, you're six years old Boom, again. Boom, exactly. Yeah. All right, exciting. Okay, so I got most of this information from The Accidental Invention of Plato mm. by David Kindy from smithsonianmag.com. Mm -hmm. And that's at https colon slash slash www.smithsonianmag.com slash innovation slash accidental dash invention dash play dash do dash one eight zero nine seven three five two seven dash <laughs> wow. wow that's commitment okay so let's get into the dirty history of it what would you say if I told you that Plato was originally conceived by a satanic sex cult led by Anton LaVey in 1966. <laughs> Actually, that's false, but oh, I, I wanted like, to... Oh, <laughs> I wanted to throw in some Slayer, so... Oh, okay. Well, yeah. well damn. I was, yeah. you know, I'm very, right now I'm very gullible. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Actually, the origins w weren't as dirty as a satanic sex cult led uh -huh. by Anton LaVey. But Plato actually started its life as a company at another company called Catal Products in 1912. Oh. And Catal Products was a company that was best known for creating a soft, pliable compound used for wiping suit off of wallpaper. Prior to the 1950s, homes were heated with coal, which left the nasty soot all over the wallpaper in homes. Mm. And with the introduction of oil, gas, and electric heaters in the 1950s, heating was much cleaner and didn't cause all the residue from coal uh, mm. to build up on the walls. So Catal products started struggling. Oh, Joseph McVicker, uh, was trying to figure out a way to turn the company around, which was starting to quickly become obsolete. So McVicker's sister-in-law, Kay Zufall, was a nursery school teacher, and she had read an article about how a wallpaper cleaner could be used for mo modeling projects. So she tested it with her students, and it was a big hit. Mm. So um, Zufall told her brother-in-law about what a success it was with her students, and suggested that the wallpaper cleaner be renamed to Play-Doh. Wow. 
Now, according to Fortune magazine, as of 2016, Play-Doh has sold more than 3 billion cans since it was introduced as a children's toy in 1956. Wow. So 1956 was when they actually made the transition mm -hmm. from being product to clean wallpaper uh -huh. to a, a children's toy. Wow. Now, the 3 billion cans is the equivalent of 317,514,659 kilograms. Wow. Or 700 million pounds. Wow. And if you were to put all the Play-Doh that was ever made in the Play-Doh Fun Factory and created a snake, it would wrap around the world 300 times. I don't, I'm not sure how many times that is in metric units, though. Oh, yeah. But, I don't think... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think our fans would know either. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you know what the first color of Play-Doh was? Um, I'm going to guess that it's probably one of the colors that it was originally coming in. So if it was going to clean soot, it would have to be like a, well, would they want a dark color so it wouldn't look nasty? Or would they know, would they want to know that it came off? I'm going to say like yellow or something. Close. The first color that Play-Doh came in was actually white. Oh, I was going to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then they soon expanded to bl to blue, red, and yellow. Uh -huh. Those are also Superman's colors. Yeah. <laughs> Superman was created in 1938 by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. Coincidence? Shout out, Jerry. I don't know. I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And now Play-Doh is sold in just about every color you can imagine, including metallic and glitter tints. Oh, wow. They didn't have glitter when I was growing up. No, I don't think they had those either. Sadly. I don't. I can't imagine the glittery ones would taste very well, though. I, You know, I never tasted it. I I was very tempted, obviously. It smells like a maze, but mm, never made that well, jump. Well, I'm actually going to share with you the secret of, of that scent in a little bit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, was, I didn't have the self-restraint that you did. So uh, <laughs> I, I didn't actually eat it, but I do remember licking it uh -huh. and thinking that it was very salty. Mm. Um, and that was about as far as I got with... Uh, with that. With, with snacking on, on Play-Doh. On Play-Doh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Play-Doh actually almost did not happen. Wow. Um, remember Kay Zufal, the mm -hmm. uh, sister-in-law of the, the guy that owned the company? Mm -hmm. Well, she originally got the idea for using the Katol wallpaper cleaner after reading an article about how it could be used to make holiday decorations. Mm -hmm. And um, she thought it would be a fun project for her nursery school students. But when she actually went to the store to try and find Katol to purchase it, mm -hmm. she had a really hard time locating it. Um, at that time, the company had pretty much almost phased the product out mm -hmm. since they were on the fast track to bankruptcy at that point. Oh. So, um, yeah, it so almost didn't happen. She should have gotten So I'm, I'm hoping that this K lady got some kind of a cut. Because if it wasn't for her, her idea, this whole three billion cans or whatever thing would have never happened. Yeah, they're, they're actually both credited as being the co-inventors of Oh, of good. 
Okay, okay. I'm glad that that does make me feel a little bit better. Also, yeah. I can't think of any other children's toy that started out as a cleaner. Like, that just seems super weird. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is really fascinating, actually. Yeah. I appreciate it. Well, maybe with those things to create bubbles, because that's essentially soap. Soap and glycerin, I think. Soap, mm. water, and glycerin. Yeah, that's true. It's like when we ran out, you know, my, I would always be like, Mom, we got to go buy more bubbles. And then she'd be like, oh, I'll make you bubbles. I'm like, make you? Oh, okay. And it was always like Dawn and like whatever. So mm. they, they didn't come out as good. But yeah. yeah, the secret ing- ingredient is glycerin. That's what causes the bubbles to hold their shape a little bit longer. Yeah, no wonder. They would last like a split second. Yeah. But um, I don't know about you, but I don't know anybody that usually carries or has glycerin in their in their medicine cabinet. So. <laughs> I only have glycerin soap and only because my daughter likes to craft it up with that. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That is so interesting. And it's. So now the. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, and does it say if it's, like, still one of, like, the best-selling children's products? Because I feel like every kid still grows up with Play-Doh, like, even today. The cited article omitted that information, sadly. Okay. all right. I but, um, in my head, I, w- I want to say that kids still grow up with that. Um, I'm sure it's still one of the most popular toys. I think so. Um. Especially, I think if parents don't have carpet, I think that they're pretty <laughs> pretty okay with giving oh, it to their kids. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure that would create a mess. And I don't know. I mean, I haven't played with Play-Doh since I was maybe like ten or something. <laughs> but I can imagine that would get all over the carpet and everything. And your godson never played with it. You didn't play with with that with your godson. No, I did not. Oh, well, okay. I'm sure he's played with it, but I haven't yeah. personally didn't played with his Play-Doh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the link with Captain Kangaroo. Yes. So in 1958, Play-Doh struck up a deal with Bob Keeshan, who played Captain Kangaroo, to do commercials for the product twice a week. As could be expected, sales soared. Bob Keeshan made 2% of sales for promoting the product. Wow. So I'm sure he was very enthusiastic about promoting it. Yeah. And um, even though there was no official contract for Keeshan to do the marketing, the deal lasted for many years. Oh, my So it was gosh. one of those, I guess, like gentleman agreements where they right. kind of shook on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was rolling in the dough. <laughs> yep. <laughs> literally, literally yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Funny. Oh. so the scent even though the scent of play-doh is one of its most memorable qualities the fragrance wasn't patented until 2017 <gasps> hasbro who now owns the brand and product received the trademark on may 18th 2018 that seems really late in the game. Yeah. For yeah, that, you like, would think, it, it is such an unmistakable scent. Yeah. Oh I would imagine that that would have been part of the the original patent. Yeah. Uh, that was done when when the product was first marketed for children. But yeah, what I guess a myth. it never really, yeah, it didn't really occur to them to mark to patent the scent until 2017. Oh wow! 
I wonder if um, that scent was the same also from the beginning. I don't know. That's a great question. Yeah. Anyway. I would love to know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you'll love the way that Hasbro describes the aroma. They describe it as a unique scent mm-hmm. formed through the combination <laughs> of a sweet, slightly musky vanilla-like fragrance yeah. with slight overtones of cherry and the natural smell of a salted wheat-based dough. Oh. Uh, uh, I, it almost sounds like a perfume description, right? It does. It does. <laughs> I agree okay, with so, the vanilla. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. no. Go ahead. Go I was ahead. just going to say, I do agree you. with the vanilla, but the cherry, I think either I have a broken nose or I don't know if I can really smell cherry in there. No, I've, I've never gotten the cherry from yeah. it. I've gotten the vanilla uh-huh. the and must- like a real sweet, yeah, the real uh-huh. sweet smell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. I feel since I've tasted it that I can taste the salt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that description completely sounds like a perfume description. Wow. And apparently, so did Hasbro. To mark the toy's 50th anniversary, Hasbro teamed up with Demeter Fragrances to create a Play-Doh perfume that recreated the fresh out of a can aroma. Stop it. <laughs> no, for reals. And uh, if you Google it, they actually do have the little bottles of Play-Doh perfume. Oh, my God. A part of me really wants this just to spray, almost like a room spray. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? How great would that be? You're, like, going to sleep. I mean, every dream would be, like, of your childhood. How fantastical. True. <laughs> I would almost want to wear it ironically. Just to see if people, well, I mean, I since the pandemic, I don't really see that many people. So I mm. guess I would buy it and then hold on to it to <laughs> when I feel ready to reintegrate with society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, kind of wear it ironically just to see, you know, if people actually notice that, that, wow, you know, you smell like Play-Doh. Yeah. Or, you know. I would be curious if, too. Yeah. I would be curious. Uh, but at the same time, I don't know. I don't know. I think my mind goes into like a sad, wrong place. And then I think of like, I feel like old cochinos would wear that because they would <laughs> want to pick up like young people or something. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I on. think people will start looking for the white van like as soon as they, <laughs> they start spelling. Exactly. <laughs> my it's, point. And notice that there's no kids walking around. <laughs> <laughs> exactly my point. I would be, uh, I don't know. I'd have to keep like a very thorough log. All right, your name is, uh, you're buying this stuff. What? What's your name? What are you into? <laughs> what kind of fetishes do you have? You know what I mean? Like, I would, I would get really detailed. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like, well, that almost sounds like it would be more strict than buying a gun nowadays. It almost like should Like all the be. questions, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you almost should. <laughs> now, Plato actually, um, the aroma of it is actually produced from a mixture of flour, water, salt, borax, and mineral oil, mm. and is non-toxic. I've never smelled borax or mineral oil, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming they probably have the um, the bulk of the f- of the scent because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. flour, water, and salt are in very uh, yeah aromatic. No, you know. I agree. Now, um, in the 1960s, Plato began to branch out and introduced the Plato. Fun Factory. I don't know if you ever mm-hmm. remember, yeah, where you yeah. could 
pump out the Play-Doh into a bunch of different shapes. Yeah. Um, and then they later started expanding into other things like Animal Arc, which that kind of sounds like a, I don't know, like a Kirkland uh, Animal Arc or yeah, yeah. Uh, Noah's Arc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Make a Meal Sub Shop, which sounds like the Great Value Subway. Right. And then they came out with something horrible that I, when I was Googling these images, like this one almost brought tears to my eyes. It's called Dr. Drill and Phil. Oh. So when I Googled it, um, it's almost what you imagine it. Um, Dr. Drill and Phil allows you to fulfill all your sadistic and perverted fantasies of being a dentist. Um, You can fill cavities, apply braces, and inject the mouth of your unsuspecting plastic victim as your life slowly inches its way down a path of depraved indifference. Um, (laughs) Some of the other uh, play sets that Plato came out with included a crazy cut stylist, which that one is one of the things, one of the ones that I remember the most. Mm -hmm. Uh, Drizzly ice cream play set, noodle party play set, grill and stamp play set, and then the big daddy of them all, the one that always came to my mind whenever I would think about those playsets, was the McDonald's restaurant playset. Oh, yeah. Remember, you could make the little hamburgers out yes. of potato and, and the you even had the little tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, they also did a, a lot of co branding with My Little Pony, Disney Princesses, Frozen, and Star Wars. And they had a Jabba the Hutt playset, which I kind of want now. I know. It looks super too. cool. Yeah, that I I don't even remember them I, I don't ever advertising that. it. I know, but my daughter had the noodle playset one, which was kind of cool because we had it had like uh, meatballs. Mm-hmm. It was um, it was always doing. Uh, I mean, sorry, it was uh, it was like making meatballs or spaghetti, and you would pump it through this this little thing that you press down and like all this little hair comes out or whatever but in the end it would always just turn out to be um like hard and then it would just crumble up everything was just like sprinkles (laughs) you know ultimately (laughs) what did you use for the um What's going on back there? Can you hear? Is your is your Google Assistant uh, My waking Google up? My Google is going off. <laughs> I was talking and it was like, okay, we're going to play the shittiest song ever. <laughs> I don't know why. You can't hear it? I just heard like a little voice in the background and I just saw you just keep on turning around <laughs> and look like behind you. I'm going to turn it off right now. Let me grab my <laughs> It's just like super creepy. And I'm like home alone. This is not cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, that's hilarious. What song was it playing? I don't know. I'm about to see if I can tell from my Google um what is it, the Google Home app? It sounds like something you would totally love too. Yeah. Maybe it heard me singing uh along to Slayer and Alter Bridge. It's the last stand, Sabaton. Oh, Sabaton? Sabaton. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'm going to get all mixed up. Sabaton. (laughs) Sabaton. And uh, what what did you use for the the spaghetti sauce when you would make the noodles? Or did you not make? I don't remember that they really had spaghetti sauce, but it was more just like the yellow spaghetti. 
And it was cool because mm-hmm. it was moldable for about two minutes and then it would start to get real hard and then it would start to break and then it was not it was not fun to play with after two minutes. That's what she said. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to... <laughs> oh, yeah, I, sh- I shouldn't admit those things. But um, yeah, I was actually going to say maybe you could use some of the uh, blood from the Dr. Drill and Phil and Dude. kind of use that- it as a... That sounds crazy. I want to blame the drill and fill for half of our freaking serial killers. <laughs> if you were playing with that, I want to see what you grew up to be. Like, for real. <laughs> yeah. No, it was horrifying. It brought back all the childhood terrors that I had about going to the dentist. Wow. And that's why my teeth are awful now. No, they're not. <laughs> I, I have to Google yeah. this also, by the way, after we... Yeah. 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 Once once you see it, uh, it's it's gonna it's gonna be the cause of all your nightmares. Oh, great. And, uh, <laughs> and the one that that was the clip, did that grow hair? I guess I'm I'm picturing something like the like the chia pet, where it was just like chia. The crazy cut stylist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one I remember because I remember my cousins having it, oh. and I remember they would put like a little head, and, and I guess you put the play-doh in there and then it would be extruded through the little holes that were mm. on the top of the head and then it had these little scissors where you could cut it and style oh, it and everything that's pretty yeah. cool it was actually kind of fun yeah yeah and uh, it, literally there are hundreds of these and i try it in and kind of compile the ones that i remember the uh-huh. ones that seem most interesting right but um after i i came across the job of the hut one I kind of got tired of Googling play sets. And yeah. 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 I mean, it was pretty much mic drop on that one. Yeah. After that, I mean, there's nothing else to review. Now the next Google is, how much is it? Where do I get it? And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like you're just researching that now. Um, I saw that uh, apparently it came out in the 1970s or something. Oh. Um, I, I didn't look too much into it, but I could see that it had gone up like a lot. It was being sold for like 150 something, 140 oh, something. Right. Yeah. So I don't think it's something that's being produced now. I think okay. it's just something that, you know, kids like me, we remember seeing those things when we were kids and, mm-hmm. you know, our parents never bought them. So now we yeah. spend all of our income buying things from our childhood that yeah. we always longed for. Yes, exactly. Behind me. You've seen my house. So. Oh my <laughs> Yours is like the ultimate. You're, so I think growing up, we had this idea of, um, like, there's still... Did you watch that movie that with Tom Hanks, Big? Big, yes. Yes, that I like that one. It's kind of where I always wanted to live. So I have a trampoline in the backyard. Fantastic. I have a Galaga in my forbidden room. Also fantastic. So I don't have the pinball. But, yeah, I think I only have a, a very select few things, like toys. But mm-hmm. I do still have a, like, some kind of limited edition, uh, what was her name? Strawberry Shortcake. Oh, wow. She even smells like strawberry still. She still smells like strawberry? She does smell. Yeah, it's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Well, because mm-hmm. I've never opened her. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's hard. I, I was going to say, pro- whatever um, cancer-causing uh, chemicals that were used to God. to create the scent are still active. <laughs> well, you just shot my, you shot down my good co- feelings really quickly. 
that California Prop 179 or whatever, right, the, right. that little label that you see <laughs> yeah, on, yeah. on everything. <laughs> By yeah, law, no, we are legally bound to tell you, right, right. That only in California will this cause you cancer. Of course. But, um, Good thing we're in Texas. You know, and, and all the times that I've known, well, all the time that I've known you, which has been about 10 years now, mm-hmm. you've only showed me the Galaga, but we yes. never actually played it. <gasps> that kind of makes me sad. It no. does, well, yeah, I played, I played a game with Isa, maybe back in the nineties. No, 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 just like no. two or three weeks ago. Oh, two weeks ago. Oh, exactly. okay. Yeah, yeah. She really wanted to play. I was like, Galaga is a lot of fun for about fifteen minutes, and then it's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's time to eat. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is about the attention span of what th- she's 13 14 now yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yeah it's perfect that's it, yeah. yeah perfect Again. perfect for the attention span of a child right that yeah. <laughs> i think uh shout out to spongebob for creating a short attention span <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's go uh well actually i think right now this would be a good time to take a little break And then we'll go ahead and finish off the rest of the show. Awesome. After these messages, we'll be right back. In these trying times, when our nation is beginning to recover, look to Palmer Technologies for all your logistical needs. Palmer Tech is no stranger to rebuilding. Our primary goal when the company was founded was to reconstruct Star City after a series of earthquakes left it in ruins. Our team of scientists and engineers from our applied sciences and technology divisions were there every step of the way with innovative solutions to solve the most difficult problems. When it comes to experimental medicine, Palmer Tech is a name you can trust. Specializing in nanotechnology, biostimulant implants, and smart wearables, our founder and CEO, Dr. Raymond Palmer, personally oversees each project. His teams will work with you to tailor a specialized solution for you and your patients. With a PhD in physics from Ivy University, no job is too big or too small. Palmer Technologies. The number one name in science, engineering, technology, and medicine. Contact us now to see how we can work with you. We also offer paper products. And now, back to the show. Okay, so we're at the the tail end of our podcast here, but I didn't want to end the show without a couple of fun facts. Nice. Now, we had talked about Hasbro owning the Play-Doh brand. But before then, General Mills actually owned the brand. Uh, General Mills bought the brand from McVicker in 1965, which was also the year that McVicker finally received the patent for Play-Doh. He had applied for the patent in 1956. So, uh, So it took him almost nine years to receive that patent. And then Hasbro bought the band, brand from General Mills in 1991. General now, Plato was... Oh, I'm sorry? Sorry. Uh, uh, General Mills is the... Isn't that the one that owns the cereals? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, sorry. 
which kind of makes a little bit of sense since flour is one of the main ingredients in Play-Doh. Mm, yeah. So I guess it kind of makes a little bit of sense. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think Hasbro is more... Well, and, and then they also include all the little junk toys um, oh, that you get in, in the... Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all yeah. the trash toys that you yeah, get in the... <laughs> it is trash. Yeah. You look yeah. at it. All cute. <laughs> throw it away. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think Hasbro is more associated with toys than General Mills. Mm-hmm. So I think that that probably was a better fit. Yeah. Um, Plato was inducted into the National Toy Hall of Fame in 1998, which was also the year the Hall of Fame was started. It was one of the original 17 toys to be inducted. That's cool. Um, what do you think were some of the other 17 toys? <gasps> okay, if I'm going to venture to guess, um, like Slinky's got to be in there, right? Slinky, Slinky is not on the list. <gasps> they were robbed. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So Play-Doh? Um, Slinky didn't make it? If Slinky didn't make it, I, what about just like the Hot Wheels? Hot Wheels is also not on the list. What? Oh my God. Yeah. They kind of went way... Oh, oh no, you have another guess? I was I was only gonna go with one more guess because they teamed up with them, so I thought maybe it was just as popular. My Little Pony. My Little Pony surprisingly was not on the list either. I am just gonna call it quits here. <laughs> That's the show, folks. Thanks. <laughs> just kidding. No, so, some of these things, um, like I think they kind of went way back. Uh-huh. I think they were trying to honor toys from when they first kind of started mm. I'm almost surprised they didn't have that uh, that circle that loop with the stick that you would see like in old timey movies um, the... oh, well, you know you what I'm talking it? about it's kind of like a hula hoop it's like a little, little hula hoop with the little stick that the people would use to, to I, I don't know I would it's only like a... see it in old timey movies there would be like a kid playing with the stick and a, <laughs> and a big hoop um, but a hula hoop they were one of the original inductees. Okay. Uh, Barbie was uh, one of the original. Uh, Crayola crayons. Mm. Erector set. Uh, um, that sounds weird. <laughs> that sounds super, <laughs> super generic. Okay. Um, Etch-a-Sketch, a Frisbee, <gasps> right. Lego, Lincoln Logs. Oh, yeah. Marbles, Monopoly. The Radio Flyer Wagon. Yeah. Roller Skates. Teddy Bear. Tinker Toy, which I don't know what that is. Aren't they all Tinker Toys? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) You tinker with them all. Anyway. I know Mr. Tinker Train, but not Tinker Toy. Oh, man. Um, Viewmaster and the Dunkin' Yo-Yo. Yes. I always sucked at the Yo-Yo. But I really envied the people that could do all this, like, around the world, walk the dog. <laughs> and I'd be like, throw it on the floor. How about that one? I know how to do that one. <laughs> wow. That is really so, cool. Um, so I, I think it was in, in good company. Yeah. Crayolas are definitely iconic. Barbie's probably one of the most iconic toys ever. For sure. And also gives girls a body image complex but we didn't think about that until much later but yeah yeah they're right and i love how the slogan for barbie is like 
you can be anything or something like that. I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't. So the slogan is, you can be anything. So they kept showing and doing like Barbie in like a different occupation. So, you know, it was like Dr. Barbie and then it was like astronaut Barbie and then veterinarian Barbie. So, you know, that's how they would sell her. And so that's why, because she had so many different occupations, the slogan was, you can be anything. Um, the little, occupations I remember. Yeah. So that was kind of the whole idea behind the, the slogan, which I understand was supposed to be empowering. But how come Barbie, if you can be anything, how come she was always just so slutty? Like, come on, Barbie, <laughs> aim higher. <laughs> it was like Dr. Slutty Barbie, Dr. Slutty Veterinarian. You know, it was always like yeah. Slutty Astronaut. You can't go up there in a skirt, Barbie. Come on. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, they all they all look like Halloween costumes, like yeah. the uh, what you would buy at Spirit or whatever. The yeah. sexy police officer, sexy yes. nurse. We still got some. I hear you. We still got a way to yeah. go with that one. Yeah. They were, well, actually, I think it was a couple that made them, but um, I was going to say, before I remember that fact, uh, it was probably made by guys. So mm. they uh, fulfilled each one of their, uh, their fetishes and fantasies. Yeah. <laughs> while they were <laughs> designing the clothing. I do know I, the origin of Barbie, so that will be an upcoming show. Okay. Cool. Okay, and um, those are pretty much most of the fu- fun facts that I have. Um, in case you were wondering, Joseph uh, McVicker mm-hmm. died in a plane crash in 1992. <gasps> Kay Zufall died of Alzheimer's on January 18th, 2014. Oh. And Anton LaVey died on October 29th, 1997 of pulmonary edema. Oh, well, at least Kay made it pretty pretty late in the game. 2014, that was like six years ago. Yeah. Or seven years ago, yeah. rather. That is, I mean, wow. That was, they're still pretty long lives. Mm-hmm. Wow. They got to reap a lot of their benefits, hopefully. I hope so. Yeah. Shout out to them, because that was, that was a lot of fun. It was hard convincing my mom to buy that stuff, though. You know Play why? Because she would... Make us play with the tortilla masa. So it was all the tortilla dough. <laughs> so she'd be like, oh, you want, to, you know. And then, again, it was everything that we wanted to buy. Oh, I'll make it. Oh, I'll make it. I'll make it. She made me a Cabbage Patch doll. Oh, my God. Do you have it still? I do have it. I need to see it. Do you want to see it right now? I need to see You have it, you have I, it there? Oh, yeah. I know where it's at. Okay. I need to see it. Yes. Okay. I'm going to put you on a hold. Okay. I'm hiding. And she's her. back. I'm hiding. I will from make sure to um I'll make sure to well actually um take a picture of it. Yes. And send it to me and, and I'll make sure to put it on Twitter and Instagram when yes. the the podcast publishes. Yeah. So that, that way um listeners can see what the the what doll she looks, looks like. like. Mm-hmm. So the story was I wanted a cabbage patch doll forever. And I don't know how much it went for back in the day let's say it was like 15.99 was too much for us so she was again famous words i'll make it for you so i was very concerned (laughs) and i here you go this is what she looks like (laughs) 
Oh my god, it's incredible. <laughs> but she can't put her it, hands down because of the way she made her. Well, neither is, can the real Cabbage Patch can dolls. Can she? I don't know how they were. But, but that looks like an actual Cabbage Patch doll along with does. the dimples and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look. Even her. <laughs> she had a, a ponytail because she was supposed to be a. She was about even the ponytail thing, the band, it's it broke because that's how old it is. Oh, but my yeah. God. You you took well, okay. incredible care of your toys. How cool. Yeah, this was too cool not to. I was like, I mean, it's not. But, okay, I'm only going to lift up her skirt because I want you to see what her <laughs> I know. I want you to see what her body Well, let me like. spray my Play-Doh cologne on first. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my mom for making this cheerleading outfit how cool mm -hmm. is this though she used to be that is super like, cool very seamstressy so this this is why this came out probably a little bit better than her arms <laughs> just kidding so mean. no no <laughs> the the doll looks amazing <laughs> <laughs> dude it's she's she's still um special to me because you know my mom made it but i still want a cabbage patch doll <laughs> <laughs> Well, if I can find one, I'll I'll give I'll get a cabbage patch doll for you. You know that'll be a gift from me to you. So kind, you gave me. I mean, my... it's not going to be as cool as that doll, but <laughs> <laughs> that is oh. super cool, and she legit looks like a cabbage patch doll. She really like, does. No lie, she really. She doesn't does. even look like a like a family dollar. Like she looks like legit <laughs> cabbage patch. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why she embroidered a th was because. Here's the sad part. I think she made it by the time I was already in high school. I'm sorry, middle school. And I had gone mm. to Terrace Hills. Oh. But well, dude, the embroidery sense. is even pretty nice. Yeah. How sad that I wasn't sure what that was, what that logo was. but Yeah. That is really cool. Yeah, it stands for the hell. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I will tell you. I really liked it. I enjoyed okay, our so, first podcast. So did I. So I think we've gone over over by a lot. Over <laughs> the <laughs> show, <Shield>. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, we'll go ahead and stop it there. But yeah. we hope that you enjoyed the show and that you join us again next week. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at greetingstac or email us at greetingstac at gmail.com if you have a story you would like to share with us. Thank you very much, people. <laughs>